0: Good afternoon everyone, you're welcome once again to Sportsline here on Scarborough Bay Community Radio in association with the Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on today's show we have a busy one as always here on Championship Weekend but first of all uh, we have to start on this uh, weekend by offering our condolences to the McNamara family of Coulon in Toongraney to Sean, Michelle and, and Catherine and of course, his father Michal, and the passing of Padraig, a man who played at all levels of hurling for Fábride, also represented the county at underage, and went to his eternal reward after a, a, a long illness. A man who fought his illness with courage and vigour, and lived his life right up uh, to the last. Yesterday, grave in And now we move to a, um, a fundraising. Uh, Night in Rhines Bear in Scarif. Tonight, Saturday, 27th of August, in aid of Limerick Suicide Watch. It's been run by the East Clare uh, Darts Committee under the auspices of Mr Gerard Power. And a game of darts with two celebrities, two well-known celebrities in the world of professional darts. It's William O'Connor uh, of Limerick, Moore and Limerick, uh, better known as the magpie And John O'Shea, uh, better known as the Joker, uh, a man uh, from Cork. And um, both on the PDC tour, and William O'Connor's walk on song would be I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. But also, William will be, will, will be better known for his spine tingling entrance in the Premier League uh, a number of years ago in, in Dublin to the music of the of Reardon and Zombie. And you know, as, as William will be in, in Ryan's tonight, ready to take on all comers, as we said, John O'Shea, the Joker. And his walk-on song is Let Me Entertain You by Robbie Williams. And the one thing you can be sure with John O'Shea and William O'Connor is that they will entertain you. Entry fee is €10 on the night. There's a raffle and also a prize for the best Dutch jersey. And just you know, Limerick Suicide Watch, a brilliant charity. Uh, Katie Kelleher called Boom there from Padraig is a member of the staff there with Limerick Suicide Watch. They're doing a lot of fundraising at, at the moment. You know, there's walks and that. So the East Clare, East Clare Committee have come on and Darts Committee have come on board tonight, which is uh, celebrity Darts Master William O'Connor and John O'Shea Ryan's Bear at eight o'clock. All are welcome and look, we encourage everyone to attend. For a well, a very good fundraising venture. And now we go from from, from darts and uh, the sport of darts, and we're joined on the line by the pro of Claire uh, Camogie, a woman who needs no introduction to anybody um, here on the on the airwaves of Scarpa Community Radio. Um, it's Breed Mcnamara. Breed, you're welcome. Thank you very much, Leo.
1: Thank you.
0: Breed, look at. Um, it has been a tough week in, in, in Clare Camogie uh, to be fair, and I suppose a lot of people here listening today would be expecting us to be coming on and talking about uh, Club camogie or whatever. But unfortunately, and we have to talk about the passing of one of the iconic uh, figures in Clare uh Kitty McClickless. And I suppose when a person, I suppose if I just said the word Kitty, Everyone would, in, in camogie everyone would know that it was um, Kitty McNicholas, the late Kitty McNicholas uh, we were talking about. And I suppose, Breed, you know her better than most. It has been a very, very hard week for, for Claire camogie to lose so, such an iconic figure as Kitty McNicholas.
1: Yes, indeed. And as you said, the listeners are probably expecting us to be here talking club championship. The only reference they're going to make the club championship is I want to acknowledge our County Secretary and our fixture secretary and um, who put the field in motion on Tuesday when we got the news of the Patman and and I want to acknowledge all the clubs. Uh, the little round of the under sixteen championship. was not played on Wednesday the evening as not uncle there was, there was no club club game, championship or all challenges played. Uh, because how could you, when the woman who had helped us find our home was unfortunately in away with us and saw the club yesterday evening, Friday evening in the intermediate junior senior championship and indeed the clubs who've already played today in, in the junior championship uh, in, in a the minute silence after each game and the way it was respected by people, by, by the players. By the medical officials and by those in attendance, I think that told everyone the stature and and the, the admiration that there was in the world of Camogie in Clare. As far as, it, it,
0: yeah, and I suppose was, and Bree to be iconic, fair, yeah, and Bree. Not only really would Kizzy uh, McNicholas be a figure, an iconic figure in Clare, but. She'd be known, the, the lint and breadth of the country of all the camogie associations uh, in, 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 in the country. You know, she was that well-known. And, you know, well, what, what, what uh, a like servant she has been to the game.
1: She was just a massive servant to the game. Like, just if you just take Claire alone, she, she was involved in the late 60s. She was the woman on the management team, manager in 1974, The later our first ever All-Ireland final. Our ever, first ever title, and no one can ever, ever, we've won something. But that's the first one, and you'll always hear it from players, the first one is always the season. And it's the one, it's on the wall inside and by the McNamara pass to a picture of that team and TV in it. And, you know, it, it just did so much to person chairperson, with secretary, she was the treasurer, she was the pure old. Uh, When they came back in 1974, Clare uh, County Council put out an reception for the girls. And T.T., as bold as breath, decided that was the ideal moment. Now, boys, cough it up. The girls about brought back in All-Ireland, where's their home. And that journey started in 1974, a time when women were barely tolerated in sport, apart from watching the dirtys. Uh, she had the, the vision to see that our organization, that we needed a home. And in 2012, when we opened Father McNamara Field, the field itself, and we had the President of Ireland, Michael Gleadon, there with us. Kitty was there. And just even earlier in the week, look at the picture, the smile on half her face, herself and Maury Sheedy, through the style back then, is now the ambulance station. Okay, But got in that side, that smile that lit up Kitty's face. And then in 2017, we had Hurricane Ophelia on the Monday and the Tuesday. And then Storm Ryan is town Thursday and Friday. And on Saturday, we opened our clubhouse. And again, Kitty was there, Jim was with her, Mara was with her. And she may have been, or it may have deteriorated in previous years. Kitty was there that day, and you knew there were glimpses. She'd look around, and she knew that finally the dream that she had in 1974 might have taken 43 years, but, my God, she knew it was after coming to fruition.
0: Yeah, and indeed that was testament, to, you know, to the woman, and it was great to see her there on on that evening, you know. But as you said, uh, Breed, she has served so many roles. She was always uh, also uh, probably one of the better referees, uh, uh, women referees in Camogie, you know what I mean. And she said, yep. she said, she she said she set the road for a lot of people.
1: She did. She was a trailblazer. She broke that glass and thought she did for the likes of Liz see the likes of Warrinie Carmack, isn't the likes of anne Ream again? We're all female referees that we know. Ginny, Ginny Burns above in Dublin. She, she blazed the trail for us, so she did. Every one of those women, every one of us that have taken on roles and boards, she blazed that trail. She she didn't understand what the meaning of the two letters N-O meant. As far as she was concerned, if there were fellas allowed to play, if girls were allowed to play. She blazed the trail for all of us. And, it, 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 and I think it was earlier this week, to me, some of our county players like who might not be very okay with the history of Claire Camogie, but they were absolutely shocked when they were told that the seeds to get the McNamara in place were stolen before any of them were born. That those girls, as I said to them, you hadn't even a thought in your parents' mind that you were when, when it started. And it took, that's how long it took to get us there. So can you imagine the, the stumbling blocks that she met along the way and I know that our, our project there it stumbled and it suffered along the way here and there and various different executives gave it a push on and a push here and a push there and we finally finally um, got it there so we did and like we're now able to host all Ireland semi-finals for the Camogie Association we're able to host Munster finals you know that was she thought that that could happen and that we were capable of doing it. And I think a little bit of her has rubbed off on every single executive down along the way, because there has always been someone that would pick up that baton and who ran with it and, and who did their utmost to deliver on her dream from 1974. And just, like, I was reading back to the notes that I had written for, as I was MC on that day, so I did, and which was broadcast by yourself, and... Um, and the word that I actually said was this Miss a like McNicholas, a woman who dreamed big, who dreamed bold. And he started it on the journey. The finally he threw it about three years later. And I was trained that she was there with her family. And <laughs> there was no encouragement from me whatsoever, but the whole room, and you might remember it clearly. I do, yeah, I do indeed. The yeah. whole room just erupted. And Joe Robbins is our care person and, I know Joe was very emotional on the day, but I think he was actually most emotional when he dedicated the meeting room and he named it after Kitty. you know
0: But in fair, in, fairness to, in and in Fairness to Breed, you know, to to, to name it to name that after because she must have been involved in, as you said. She said she broke the glass ceiling for everyone. She must have been at more meetings where she, she was. Prob- she'd probably break more than more than glass ceilings, I suppose, to get at people. But you know, she worked so, tirelessly for, yeah, Komogi- she woke so yeah. tirelessly for the Camogie She so tirelessly for the Association breed. But was was always yeah. there advice at the back uh, for if anyone needed a bit of advice or whatever. You know, she was never too slow. You know, in coming forward with her opinion, but she was always there uh, to give advice to people going forward. And such is the testament of of to her that Father McNamara Park and the state of Clare Cumogee is at the moment. A lot of it is very much down to her. It
1: is indeed, it is indeed, yeah. And like even speaking to her daughter Moha on Tuesday night, um, and she was saying about at the meetings you know that they could be going hammer and tongs at each other inside at the meeting, and then she come out and to be we'd have a cup of tea now. and I took it all over and done with. And everyone argued their corner and no one argued their corner better than Kitty, like um she she was just I remember going into my very first county board meetings and uh Kitty was present and I tell you this much, I was a timid young one from Rowan going in. You mightn't think that now, but I was then and I used to sit back and go, Oh, she was yeah, she was, was no she was fiery, there was
0: no doubt, she was fiery, there's no doubt, but she she wore her half to she wore her to no exactly. sleeve.
1: Yeah. She wore exactly now you said it. She would have walked on hot cold for the betterment of Kirk Kmoge and to improve the facilities and matters for every girl to put on this saffron and blue. Like she she used to give referee, she because she was such an accomplished referee also She she used to try and train us up to be referees. And I was actually one of the ones who did her referees course. Now, her referees job is outside in the middle of the pitch. And you're going to laugh when I tell you this, but we actually did our training course in the Auburn Line up here in the We had our flickers on our balls and what have you on our whistles. But after that, we were were qualified referees. And um, she would check in with you and see how you were doing. And like, bear in mind, she was an administrator in a time when there wasn't email, when there wasn't mobile, and even the house phones weren't that popular. Uh, so they weren't. So it was the case of going into an and taking the minutes in long hands and, you know, getting them together, uh, transcribing them, and then getting them out in the snail mail, as it's probably called now, out in the normal regular post to people. And that was done religiously. And, like, even on Tuesday night, like, we, we talk about when you all thought I was a big success uh, when I did those two walks to do a fundraiser for Claire Komogi. But, the zany ideas, uh, they may have just acted with Kitty, because uh, the flare was on in, in it, until was the late 70s, Kitty thought to be an ideal and a brilliant fundraiser for Claire Komogi. So she had set up her stall, her cables in the footpath across the road from the Queen's Hotel and there she was and she was making sandwiches the base of and selling them to every Tom, Dick and Henrietta that was in the county town at the Flair and listening to Caley Music. But like, that's what i saying, that was the kind of person she was. She saw an opportunity that would help serve her camogie and better it. She grabbed it with both hands and she gave it everything she had. And like... He, her husband Jim was every behind her every step of the way Jim is he was a trustee of the field he's a trustee of the McNamara Park so he is and like the support the two of them yes and indeed Mara and your and Porrick down through the years any fundraiser anything like that that was going on she may have stepped back but she still knew what was going on she still knew where you were she'd meet you I might meet her in the street sometime, and I might be asked, no, what did I mean by such and such in the report on the paper? So she, she still knew, like, what was going on. She kept her finger in, and it's like you say, everybody uh, in the county here in Camogie. and I will go as far as to say, because she was as well-known in GA circles, because she went toe-to-toe with all those men as well, fighting for pictures for the girls to, to train in and to get matches played in. She, she, everybody
0: knew her. And as you say, at the very outset, um, you know, this is all you needed to see. Yeah, that's for sure. There's no need about that. And, you know, but as well as that, Breed, you know, looking at, going back to looking at games from years and years ago, and every game that you went to in a Camogie match, you know, underage, whatever, junior or senior, whatever, I'd say her attendance rate at games was second to none. I'd say there were very few games that she missed Really, throughout her life very in Kowalgi, you, you, you I'd say very, very little, to be fair.
1: Very, very few. Very, very few. And if you were a reference, um, and if you made a blunder, you weren't lambasted. You weren't. You were given a little bit of quiet advice. Afterwards. There was never... There was no histrionics, is what I'd say. There was no histrionics. It was gentle encouragement. And that's coming from someone who received it. And... Who learned from it, so who she, she? So I did. And you know, she was a great mentor for an awful lot, lots of us, and down through the years, and um, she gave advice, she gave out to us, she gave advice, and she guided us in the right path, and whatever she did, it was always, it was always, can improve matters for us, and to and better things for us. We might not always unite, I. eye to eye, that's the nature of life, but his, or she, she had a heart of gold for Claire Komogi. She lived it, she breathed it, she dreamt it, and she dreamt big for us. And, you know, I, for one, is here on the board, and delighted. She was able to see that what she had dreamt back in the 1970s, that we were able to deliver that dream for her, and that her family were able to see it also.
0: And and breed, you know, as you said, and her family, you know, they were a very tight knit family, does not. And you said Jim, her her husband is a trustee, and you know her her family steeped in sport, and you know, and I suppose look, she had to support him, and and they had they had her support as well. Breed on a final note on the legacy of Kitty McNicholas, what would you say has been her biggest attribute through her life in Camogie and sport?
1: Lot of them, there's a lot of them, but I know one thing that makes all our lives so much easier in Kerr Kamogi now. Whether it be the under 14 development squad, the, the adult county Panels, it's the, the Secretary Mary Louise Kaiser, their person, any one of us. It's known that when we're fixing matches, we can enter county or club, that we have a place that we can say to the Kamogi Association to Munster Council. Yeah, we have a field no problem. That is her legacy. It's what she started out in 1974, and a lot of people probably thought she was a desk of a bush looking for a pitch that was going to be solely used by, by the girls. And um, that was what she wanted. And I think that is her biggest legacy, that we have a place that we can call our own. It's our ground. We can play our matches. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We can train there. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday. We have a roster. Everyone has their not in there. I can say someone who has that vision, back like in nineteen seventy-four, and um, and worked so hard. Sailing, making sailing language a spray like that's a good Five one. or six years later, and um, and continuously encouraging people she Sheedy was one of her her, her co colleagues on the top table. Like she led us all, she guided us all and I think her biggest legacy is the fact that we have a place we can call our own. It's our own home. It's by the McNamara Park. And you know, we have meetings it's in the Kitty McNicholas room and her name would never ever be forgotten in Kercomoge
0: that much I do know. There's no doubt that, and Breed, I suppose finally, I suppose you know, to show how popular and, and, and how well remembered Kitty McNicholis was, uh, was shown by the volumes of people that were at, you know, the funeral and on and, and both the removal and on and, and the funeral service, you know, yeah. it was the, you amount know, of, the
1: amount of people like our secretary and friends sent out the notification to the clubs on Tuesday and one of the clubs, Cooney Quinn came back querying with their Guard of Honor. The numbers even for the one querying is their Guard of Honor. the numbers that showed up first. And I, I think that it's not now. It, it's not tonight. It's not next week. It might be six months. It might be eight months down the line, Leo. It's been... The whole family will get comfort from that. In the here and now, I don't think and I know from personal experience. You you don't... You see the things happening around you, they don't register. But it's months later that they bring an element of comfort to you in your... in a moment of loneliness and in yes. a moment of grief. And those moments come, and they'll come for many years. So they will push. They'll be that the memory of, of the Claire Camogie Jersey, the old Jersey, because... He was the founder of Aero Camogie Club, like, um, and there are small little memories that will come as time goes on, and they'll bring a bit of comfort, so they will. And uh, to Jim, to Mara, to your aunt, to Parik, and to all her, her daughters-in-law, all her grandchildren, and her extended family, on behalf of all of us in Claire camogie, I want to again extend our sincere, sincere sympathies uh, on the passing of TC and She's a huge loss to us, she's a bigger loss to them, but I hope that we've offered a family's own level of comfort in, in the way we, we demonstrated our regard and our love for teaching, uh, over what has been
0: a difficult week. And Breed, they're, they're, they're lovely, lovely toss. Uh, Breed, and here in Scarab Bay, Queen's Radio, and all out here in East Clare, we echo your sentiments entirely. And as you said to, to Jim, uh, Maura, Kiron and Parik and all the extended family, we offer our sincere sympathies as well. And uh, Breed McNamara, Kitty McNicholas may be gone, but Kitty McNicholas will never ever be forgotten.
1: Never. Our legacy will always live on. And whenever you hear the Mac inside the McNamara heart and we're there. We're there because of because of one woman who had his vision and sound as a crazy vision but you know it's because of all that's our legacy by the McNamara Park. Here come over his home. There's very few counties that have their own county grounds and we're fortunate enough to have one in prayer and it is because of Tissons that we have it. So hopefully this line goes the whole way to heaven.
0: Thank you Yeah there's no doubt about that. And uh, Breed McNamara can we thank you very very much for giving those lovely thoughts on a wonderful woman, an iconic figure, not only in Clare but all over the country, as you know, on the passing of a great woman, Kitty McNicholas, and may Kitty McNicholas uh, rest in peace. Uh, yes, go and delicious. Reid McNamara, Garamila
2: You're listening to Sportsline on Scarlet Community Radio, 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare. Around the world on scarletbayradio.com and on the TuneIn Radio app. Sportsline is sponsored by Derek Credit Union.
0: And once again, thanks to Breed McNamara for that lovely tribute to the late Kitty McNicholas. And now we turn from Camogie uh, to hurling, and what a weekend of action we have! This is a real, a real do or die week in the hurling championship. And Pat McNamara is going to give us his views on the game, the relevant games. Uh, especially with, with more importance towards our teams here out in the Scarlet Bay Community Radio area. And I suppose, first of all, Pat, in the Senior Championship this weekend in Group 1, it's Wykett and Six Mile Bridge. Talentings and Puppets, Pat, um, this should be a win for the bridge. But then, again, Wykett, you, you know they're never going to give up. They're never going to die. They'll fight for that black and red jersey. But I suppose, really, it is very hard to look past Six Mile Bridge.
2: Yeah, realistically, Leo, you know, the heart could say White oh, Gate and, and and we always praise them because we know how much they're putting into the game don't they? And how impressive they have been in many, on many, many occasions especially under pressure but Seasport uh, Bridge looked to have a new lease of life this year uh, maybe the fact that Melier took the Championship last year they, they got a bit of a break from from being carrying the mantle of champions and uh, um, they, they just seem to be a step ahead of most and I mean it looks like they're already qualified to play two and one two in their group their <laughs> points points differential of plus 28 so whether that means they'll take their eye off the ball slightly and give a chance to white gate maybe cause an upset i don't think that's the way the bridge will will, will approach things in fact i've never yet come across a six mile bridge hurling team at senior intermediate or maybe any other level either to uh, take a game lightly they're very very ambitious down there and they're very very proud of, of themselves and they also you know they just want to win which is a sign of a very a very, a very, well-run club and a very ambitious club and a club who just wants to succeed. And um, they're putting so much into the game down there. So, look, at, they have all the aces, really. They have a very, very settled squad. They have a very strong squad, experienced squad. Um, Whitegate, on the other hand, are probably more limited in terms of numbers. Uh, I suppose, you know, they have been involved in many, many relegation battles in recent times. So, it's very, very hard to see how Whitegate could, in the last 10 minutes particularly, even if they were close, you know, the bridge can bring on some cavalry there uh, towards the end. Uh, Leds were probably as good as what's on, and maybe a great experience, at senior, and maybe haven't played the race for the county, all that kind of thing. Whereas Whitegate would be that much more limited. So it is hard to see Whitegate. As I said, the only window I, I see of hope for Whitegate is the bridge. You know, they know they're going to come through the group and maybe top the group, and um, that they might just maybe not, not 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 give you know be given this game massive attention in terms of, 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 of um determination and commitment but that's that's very unlikely. So the Bra uh, Whitegate, I'm sure, as they always do, Leo, will will make a real real battle and a real real game out of this. And I don't mean a battle in just a physical sense. Whitegate can can play Hurling as we well know and play a lovely brand of Hurling when they're moving well. It's just that they probably haven't got the strength in depth and uh, I expect in the last ten minutes you'd feel that the bridge could tack on a lot of scores maybe towards the end to win by a few points
0: yeah and of course the scoring difference too Pat you know doesn't help (laughs) doesn't help the weaker team either because the stronger team if they're ahead and the bridge bridge's goal scoring or points differential is huge falling on especially from the defeat of Fecal in an earlier round you know Mm. and in fairness to Fecal Fecal came back the last day and drew with market, which makes the numerical culinary game a, a real championship game this weekend Pat
2: well as we said I think I said referred to it last time. Uh, you know, this, this weekend is, is is moving day, nearly in championship like a Saturday in, in a major or a, a big golf tournament. You know, it's 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 the day when enough love will be decided. I think um, we'll be a lot clearer on who's definitely qualifying and definitely who's in relegation. Not every single one will be decided, but a lot of them will. Most will. Um, Funny enough, the market in Clannadra is a very difficult game to call. Um, we know the market are solid. And we know they're, they're, they're a fairly big, strong team. And uh, we know they'll fight as well. Clannara have a lot of gifted players. And as we have said many times, and not just us, but nearly every, every forum talking about holding in Clare wonders, you know, Clannara don't, uh, don't add up to some of their parts in terms of the players they have. Um, a lot of fabulous players down there. When they turn it on, they can be excellent. But there are other times for some reason they're not all pulling together or there's unusual maybe decisions about discipline and Led, leds lift off or leds not picked or leds whatever. Uh, maybe clicks. I don't know if there are clicks down there or not in the, in the squad as well. But uh, look at the market have the greater need here in a sense. Uh they've two points from the two games and uh they really, really want, I think, to show that this time there is a a team to be reckoned with. So I'm going to slightly go to not 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 in any way confidently, but it'll slightly go from the on this, but I think their need is massive. Um, they they will want to jump ahead of the market, and I think maybe just maybe Clannadra will, for once, turn on turn on the style and maybe peep the market, but but uh, that's not that's not a great confidence.
0: Pet, this weekend in Group Two, we have a real championship game, a really clear game down in the bridge. We're coming, we're doing that game here on live and Scare of on this Radio. Okay, that is mills and bradford
2: yeah that'll bring back memories of battles from the past leo from 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 generations ago and uh neighboring parishes of course uh, often no love lost there often a cracking game often the few ribs cracked as well let's say but often often tough mighty battles there and this should be no different um bradford have been struggling obviously uh, two games lost minus 25 goal difference uh, the Mills was going slightly better with uh, they, have a, they have a point and they have a minus 9 uh, tally there so I suppose the Mills have a, are in a slightly stronger position uh, Rodford need to get a, a win under the bills immediately and of course these games take on a life of their own so um, I, I wouldn't be basing this on form you'd be basing this on, on greatest need now I, mean, I, know, I know the Mills would say they have great need as well I'm wondering if uh, Bradford have a few people I think still out um, over, through injury and um, the Mills I suppose maybe a little bit more a little bit more, more more settled I suppose a bit more seasoned but senior as well it would be, but it would
0: be, it would be interesting Pat, to see if, you know they got to draw the last day against Castle the new management team were already in place a week or less than a week right. at that time you know with following the expulsion or whatever you want to call it of Darroch O'Donnell you know and looking at it you know the Mills they've had four weeks to quietly prime themselves uh, for this one yeah, it should set them up nicely, Pat. Really,
2: that's true. And as I, when I said they were settled, uh, what I meant was that the, the, the players are kind of a settled set of maybe twenty, twenty-two or three players. Uh, management is a different situation, as you as you just, as correctly referred to there. And uh, but they, as you said, they have had the time to adjust to that. And um, I suppose everybody now in the mills, management and players will know they've a point to prove to show that whatever the deci- pres- decision the pres- was made
0: and the pressure is on them
2: was the right was the right decision exactly and the pressure is on them and no better boys than the Bradford lads to to maybe make you make you pay or, or suffer under that pressure and I know Bradford will lift the game as well because they will they will target this one as one they can win this really has the makings of a, of, a, of a mighty game it's a pity Peter not challenging for honours there it's more I suppose to avoid relegation um, I, I I look at. Isn't sitting on the fence, but you would not be surprised at all if this if they got a point each year on a scoreline of about one fifteen or one sixteen each or something. Uh, I will actually predict a draw, Leo, and uh, that means it won't be. But it just uh, it's it just looks like it's hard to separate them.
0: Petal, say you're sitting on the fence
2: here, you know. Well, I look, that's only two well, places. But I could, suppose, to fall on both sides of it, or, or stay in not, the middle. And uh, you know, it's just impossible. I, I have nothing to base at base of a, a, a victory on maybe as said, the middles have a slightly better record in the two games they played but um but they had in ending and they have player Clare Castle who have been weak enough so look at that's a, a game brought to would good, good target as well so
0: and of course pet genten toppers and we spoke last week Target downwell in the previous show this is a group of two championships you have the two teams that are going to go through in Belly yeah. and cretlo and then you have the the Two teams maybe have got to see a one into relegation. And, and it's anybody's guess, you know, from the three, really, isn't it?
2: Anyone's guess from the three is right. So, I mean, there's no there was never a, a group as clear a, about who will be who will be top, who'll come out of it. Bellier and Cretlow looked like look have done and dusted home and hose to use another phrase. And uh, um, both have put a massive uh plus difference in the score difference. So, I mean, um, that one is, that's done dust as regards going through to the to the knockout stages, um, Bellier probably topping the group, probably, uh, but. Mills, Clark Castle and Bradford, Bradford looks looks a bit sad down there with the zero points, and I think they will give it absolutely everything. And I think I think maybe by by, by the evening they'll have uh, maybe a point.
0: Pat, we turn to the Group Three uh, again with with a big relevance here in East we it a group to Scariff, you know, and you know Clooney Queen. Everyone was probably <coughs> expecting Tip and to be Clooney Queen in Round One, but they have been the following team in that group with two out of two. Having a massive defeat over Kilmeny Deleste, who were second in the group based on the fact that they beat Euro on a hit to, on a head to head, but all came out and we said oh, what they have done to Scarif De Deleste, even though Scaruff had a very good uh, comeback in the second half, uh, you know, to really narrow that score yeah. difference. This is a game of a lot of permutations. Clooney probably the only team that are, they are sure are getting through. Um, Kilmeny need to beat Scaruff, and they need Clooney Queen to beat Airog. Anything can happen here, Pat?
2: This is one of the festive, This is a really, really fascinating group. Uh, as you said, a lot, an awful lot can happen in this group. A lot of permutations, possible permutations. A rogue could be in trouble, or they could fly through, depending on their on their vet. really, but the scarif. The, the battle with um, Cooney Queen Scarif Aero, uh, game I should say sorry I get it right Aero, game another game live it's here a massive game but we're covering yeah. indeed, but yeah. uh, Scarif of course already have gone some, through some management changes or selection changes as well so that's another team like the Mills with, with changes but less time maybe to to, to, to deal with it but well, uh, they've,
0: they've done the same really they have, they have kept their management team kept their management and uh, co- the, coach the coach is gone
2: Joe is gone look at First of all, I suppose they'll want to react to that. We've seen Scarif, Um We know they have very, very good, gifted young, young and old individuals. Uh, they haven't seemed to gel as a team. Maybe they haven't. Maybe geled on a way to play, it or they maybe tried various ways of playing, and uh, maybe they should. They should just stick to maybe. I don't know. I suppose. You need nowadays to hold on to position. Uh you can go along to, to 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 Mark Rogers because Mark will win hard ball or easy ball or good ball placed him. He's having an outstanding season, but uh he needs he needs the other, the other players to come into it. Yeah. Patrick Crotty came into it, I thought the last day a bit better. Patrick Ryan at times as well. Um Keelan Hartigan I think, is again showing signs of, 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 of you know becoming a very solid and good senior. Uh just, just it's just taking those less time to do You're not going to be a senior stars, you know, just out of minor Unless maybe you're Mac Rogers, but in general you're not. So um, I think, I think Kilmealy will be hurting after a couple of bad displays. Ha- half of the displays, even though they're a brilliant first half against uh, Aero. against Derry, outstanding. I think it was the best display by a, a clear club team this year. That first half against Derry, by all accounts, but uh, Kilmealey will be very hard to beat in this. You know, they they have uh, they have some great individuals. They have a really lively team who cover a lot of ground fast. Full of movement, use play through the lines as much as possible. There are a lot of players we consider maybe similar in ways. Maybe you know, let's for five foot eight, nine, ten, fast. Yeah, exactly, and that can be weakness as well. Perhaps um, Darakine is the strongest player up front in terms of ball winning and maybe forceful, forceful. Uh, you know, head down and, and bursting through. But you know, a lot of the other guys, touch players, beautiful, beautiful strikers of the ball, beautiful control as well. So, look, the Hartzesgarov here, we'd really love them to get off the ground. But the head would say Kilmealey probably again a little bit like the first game we talked about Kilmealey probably have a little bit more on the bench as well and uh, a little bit more of a stronger squad and uh, maybe maybe just maybe it's a, a step just slightly too far for Scarf to
0: beat them. Well Pat, you'd expect a much improved performance from Scarf. You know, they, he can obviously he can go either way. But Donal Maloney now back back in, yeah. in, in, in the coaching ticket, right? A man of vast experience, has seen it all, done it all before. You know. There will be a, a more unified approach to Scarabs' game this week. You know. Yes. You know, but there, there was rumours out there what was, there going was. On and what wasn't going on, and that had to
2: affect the players. And Look, maybe we saw
0: indecision from under. You like uh, to see the players away. You'd see a more co- co- cohesive, co- cohesive approach.
2: Exactly. You'd like to be the equation. You'd like to see two or three lads on the sideline who can chan- send each other uh, quietly, mutter away to themselves and come up with decisions rather than maybe one and on their own and looking around for a while and seeing, is another there and sometimes advice coming in from outside and all this kind of thing. And maybe it was elements of that, but uh, you know, the other thing is, Gareth Arden facing a forward of the calibre of Shadow Donald this week, I and mean, he was he was unplayable the last day for Airog. I mean, what he's having the season of his life, as particularly at club level, though we've seen him do great things for Clare over over the years, and sometimes he didn't quite reproduce that for Airog in Clare Championships, but I'll tell you, this year he is the best forward I have seen playing in, in Clare Championship anyway for, for a good a good while, <laughs> since, since this was the last time I saw Tony Kelly, but um, that's, that's one hope for Gareth. If they can keep it tight early on, the winners taking the, 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 the over their sales early on against say Rogue In fairness, I mean they were well down after after 20 minutes. Um, in this case, if they if they're in it early on, there's no doubt about it. They seem to be able to you know have a have a good second half in them. And I'm not I'm not saying there's no hope at all. I'm saying they have a lot of hope. I'm just saying if you'd be realistic and cold and calculating, you'd say Kilmealy should win this by two or three points. But that's not to say Scariff haven't the chance. I think they have every chance. And Matt Rogers could rattle in a couple of goals. Patrick Ryan could do it. Um. Crusty could win a lot of ball and, and throw over some great points. And, like the, game the, it Pit. and the game is in Tulla, which is another, which is bringing Kilmelly out to Tulla. I think is is a is a great move in in terms of uh, uh you know, prospects. I think it's, it's it's just great to get the the mid Clare teams out of out East sorry now and again because you know we're always going down to either the Bridge or Shannon or Cusick Park and. East player teams Don't always perform That brilliantly in those places But uh, here we have Kilmelea coming up Just Slightly unfamiliar venue So yeah Scariff will have a huge following I'm sure And uh, the need is great So as the hat says Scarif But I'd be saying Maybe the head would say Kilmelea with, with, with that squad They have Capable of doing Very very good things I mean they were tipped For the championship Early on this season By a few people um, So the, the, they must be favourites And I think I'll get I, I, I'll call them to the
0: shader and of course you've Tony Queen and Aroog didn't pay a quick word on that could
2: one. go either way uh, Leo um is she
0: not the factor again maybe Oh,
2: of course Um I suppose Aroog needed a game or two they had an awful lot of players missing all during the Cup. They were unrecognisable, had bad results. They only got their lads back County football and holders back together. A lot of the lads are training for football as well. Football is going great. You, you saw them yourself and, and you were very impressed with them So last weekend. So uh, I suppose they're only going to improve and they're hurling. And as the shade Donald is on fire, as is a few more of them, they're Russell and David Reedy and... Uh, um, two Russells actually. Russell uh, full really back right. and full forward, yeah. And uh, very impressed I uh, very impressed with David McNamara and Michael Maloney who are led well, Michael Maloney was on the body. In so you know, to, you know yeah. O'Donnell's
0: the last it, did, day, well. know, Yes, so. did
2: very well. So um Clooney Queen Quinn, probably the team of the year in terms of, of of just playing really, really good hurling. They're younger lads flying it. Um Ryan Taylor. Not, not oh, Brian Taylor something else. and Peter Dugan of course we know what Peter brings to the table um, going very very well and uh, at, at, certainly a club in the open certainly I think a club that will win clear senior titles in the next 5 or 6 years whether they're ready yet or not I don't know this game go, could go either way I'll just because again Rogues need is greatest they've only 2 points so the Queen's sitting on the top at four points. I think because AROs need is greatest, they may just put in that extra effort, and maybe and maybe their 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 star might just might just twist Give them all in right. favour. Yeah,
0: Pat, the final group, right? And what a team, Smith O'Brien's. Definitely the performance of the Championship. Got an um uh, this year, you know. To come back following the disappointing display against Wolves Tones the first day. Well, they were in it for the first step, but just seemed to fall away. But I tell you one thing, it was better and better we were getting the last day in Shannon against Ian in the morning. Let's just beat in finalists. Smith O'Brien's coming up again, crushing in this weekend. This, you know, the, the red... And, and, and gold obviously the Ryans again yeah. that red jersey of crochin and I tell you crochin were in a relegation playoff last year um, that never took place Officially, they won't want to go down the same route again Pat No big question here
2: as you say It was the big news It so was the shock news of the previous weekend Smith O'Brien's result against St. I think nobody saw it coming maybe few people on the in the Smith O'Brien's camp did uh, we must ask Brendan sometime where they expecting to win it. But oh, he'll tell you the way. Yeah, <laughs> of course he will. <laughs> Probably just to find that and win by more. But uh it was for most following far wasn't clear. It was the shock result and uh, brilliant to see it because I think more last S G S finalists unlucky to lose it. Uh, a team that's tipped by many in Clare to win senior championships in the very near future, uh, including this year t- tipped by a good few. And um I think Peter Ryan just lifted themselves up after that Tones game. I suppose in the first half I think against Tones they were they were ahead at half time, which means, you know, that they, they showed they were capable of performing at a reasonable level, at senior level but uh, this was one for them. The question now for Smith is can they put two really good performances together? Sometimes you will find that a a team maybe has come up uh, we'll get a great performance one day, might find it hard to repeat it. But no one you know the the the, the um, commitment of that squad down there, the, the hard training they're doing the great preparation, determination and the pride they have you know, they will put everything into this game and I think Roisin, you know, we talk about their fighting qualities, their championship qualities they're still there I'm sure, but I don't know if they have, you know, if they have enough players if the quality of their players now is, is as good as it was five, six, seven, eight 8 years ago and I, I I don't know if they've added enough new players either to freshen it up, there's a lot of experienced men in there who've been serving Christine for a long time, so I think it's a real chance must be the Brian's. Two, put back-to-back wins together and have four points in the group, which would be fantastic altogether. And um, maybe knock out, knock out one of the teams who would be expecting to get up. I, Nikki Lamona, have two points. We'll have four. So if the brides get a win here, um, what a result that would be. And I think they might just do it because I have my doubts about Christine. I think they will fight at the bitter end. You won't score three goals and 25 points against them. But neither will they put up a massive score, in my opinion. I don't think they have the, you know, the, the farthest to do it currently, anyway. Uh, so I think it's a chance to we'll see with the Brian's and I'd be thinking they just might take it by win by a point or two.
0: Lovely, and then of course you've got Tones and Ina, and you gets it gets interesting because, um, in that frame, if Ina have to beat, uh, Tones to bring it down to scoring difference.
2: Yes you'll have th- three banal teams banal? and four points then. Yeah, yeah, and if it's three teams and four points, the scoring difference, as you say. If it's two teams, I think it's the head- to head-to-head result, isn't it? So, yes, so where smither are going to get caught maybe with their scoring that. The, the that is the issue unless they, can, unless they can beat Christine by a fairly big margin, but will take a big margin. But I'm thinking them to beat Christine, definitely.
0: That's all they can do. Beat that's all they can do, them beat them, them by it, point yeah.
2: even, yeah. Uh, the other game really can go either way. think Lamona, if they play up to last year, standards should beat Wolf Tones. And I suppose after Clooney win, there are other side who would be happy with their display so far as Wolf Tones. Yeah. Again, we've gone through some of their players that they have. They have a few fab, really good quality players in that squad, and some of the lads and County players are still very decent. Or is one comes to mind straight away. Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely a game that can go either way. And again, it was a prediction for a draw, which probably wouldn't help. Uh, certainly, it wouldn't help by Nimona, but this might just turn out to be. Very, very close, and maybe to the second draw of the weekend.
0: Yeah, we know that Pet, you're really sitting on the fence this weekend. <laughs> Only then. in two out of <laughs> Pet. Ten. We, turn, we turn to the intermediate championship, and there's no doubt about it that the group that is going to capture the this, this imagination this weekend is the Tulla, Ogunlo, Aina, Kilimon, and Badaik group, right? With Tulla playing But Ike on top at the moment with three points, Tulla and Ogunlo with two each, Aina yet to come off the Merck. You know, anything is possible here, Pet.
2: It really is. What a group it's turned out to be. A uh, brilliant game and atmosphere down in Whitegate there uh, a couple of weeks back. We all really enjoyed that, even though I didn't get there for the first half. Uh, but yourself and Patsy uh, really, really brought, brought it home to us. We had a great picture in our minds of us driving along the car with your commentary and, and your analysis of that game. And enjoying, just going in, the atmosphere was fantastic. We have to know that again, I think, what it is, how important it is to get these games out in East Clare pitches. You know, East Clare... There's a lot of East Clare teams in the intermediate championship, uh, Tulla and Burren, and look, are three uh, East Clare teams that would be hoping to maybe go on to, to greater things in, in 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 intermediate and maybe and maybe capture the title in the next, if not this year, next couple of years. Anyway, so it's a piece pet that uh, Burren and Tulla have to go to the bridge though. It is. It is. It is a, a, it is a shame. Wouldn't. Brought for be a brilliant venue for that. Or white get. Or white get. Absolutely. Either one. Yeah. But. Um, but Ike But it is what it is. But I, Leo, I was very impressed at how they finished the game, the Leicester uh, against the I just thought, you know, they controlled the ball better in the end, but Dyke reverted a bit, or Gunder uh, reverted a bit, long balls up to the forwards, especially after Dory Skelly had gone, needlessly gone, as it turned out, I think his flight was cancelled even though he had he had gone at half time to get a flight back to, to work in London, I think which was one of the other things we talked about, maybe shouldn't be happening, but that's another story um, Impressed with Dyke, but then Tuller kind of got it right the last day again, against Eina uh, uh they got a good win there, so uh, I'd say, but Ike with a full squad and no injuries, I would certainly fancy him to take Tola. I think with the few people that are missing, uh, you know, but like does hinder them a slight bit. And I suppose Tola may be on a bit of a roll. So if I had to be realistic again and had to call it, you don't want to me calling a draw, Leo. So I won't call a draw. I think Tola are slight favourites for this one. Draw, Very draw, slight. a draw a do like Pet. I draw a double like, as you say. and But like... Just wanting to, to to do them but to get it is another thing, and um, yeah, a lot of good in proper dike. Did I said I'd like to finish the game? Their fitness levels are, are off the charts, I'd say, because they have been training a long time, they have done very heavy uh pre season training. And that stands you know, in the last 10 minutes, five minutes of these championship games, that's where it tells and that's where it all comes in. And they will get that right. and Sean, Sean Doyle will will, will, will will leave no stone unturned getting his squad right, and his, his selections right, and his tactics right. But um, you expect Tulla. Having been disappointed in the first day uh, against the and getting caught, getting the right second day a bit better and uh, throwing up a lot over a lot of points. You kind of expect that they might just carry on that progress and maybe just win by a point or two. And I suppose Ogunlo and Aina you would
0: expect ogunlo Pet probably to get over Aina and come through in the group as well?
2: Yes, you would. They were very impressive for 45 minutes against uh, Bodike and... Uh, um, very impressive opposite first day against Tulla. so again in with a real shout and I think they should have enough for Rhianna Kilimona, who is a decent second team now let it be said uh, after the bridge they're probably are the best second team in, in, uh, in the county second team of a senior club but um yeah, I expect I, I to lose together unless I presume they'll have Rory Skelly back uh, for the full game and all that and I think they haven't any injuries that I've, I've known of Very, very good guy. I mean, I was very impressed with Adam Sheedy the last day the bit yeah. I saw of him Young McKenna as well he's improving all the time a young player we admire uh, Kickers full back I thought did a few good things um, and there's lots more of them as well but uh, Garold Sheedy I know the potential he has, he probably didn't explode into the game Which last day, it was well marked by by the right defence in various times, but uh, he may explode into the game, so uh, yes, I'll keep a gun for this one.
0: And Pat, finally, your own uh, beloved Kylianina, less chance alone to make um, a quarter-final, you know, three coming out of that group, but really, Jesus, uh, you know, the odds are really against him, Pat.
2: The odds are against them. I uh, said absolutely ravaged with injuries. Plus, uh, I said, immigration, but injuries are the big problem. Um, we, I said a, a squad that size cannot afford to lose, you know, four or five first teamers, and that's where we are at at the moment. So, um, uh, this weekend, it's one of the favourites for I put themselves the place themselves as favourites now with their, with those players so far. October are. They're, we they're, caught them last year. We, we, we caught we caught them last year in the, uh, up there in Currafin uh, I was at I was at the game and uh, our lads just played over their skins, tore into it no fear, and I think tore a bit shell shocked. We held on McMahon very very well. The earlies didn't do too much damage either. Ronan Monahan was impressive that day, all right. But uh, I know there's a, there's a. There's a Dunford young lad playing very, very, very impressively He, he, forward. he, 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 he had very, great things about him
0: Yeah, he was very good on the, on the 21B final against the Mils last year and he has carried that foreign pet into this championship He's, he's a, he's a serious operator
2: But by, by all accounts, he's the real deal for a young lad and just to so speak able to hold brilliant hands, bit of pace as well So, what a throw in for Tubber. Fantastic. Yeah, him, I, I, I
0: I think myself, cell is probably going to be the difference between winning and the losing of the intermediate championship for Otober this year. That's, whole, that's how highly whole, can, That's how high, you That's high, that's, very, yeah,
2: that's, yeah. that's that's a high recommendation. Indeed, no, Leo. Yeah, but I've been here those things as well, so you you were on the ball there, I'd say. Um look, um no team can be without like Mark Flaherty Kahal Noonan, Toby O'Mara, Sean Glynn Um and I don't know if Jason Keane is, is is injured not. I know Darren Keenan was injured the last day as well. Uh, and probably leaving out a couple as well but um, you know a team of our, of, our, of our squad can't afford that the rest of the lads will battle to the very end uh, the younger lads will give it all and some of the more senior lads will give everything they have in it but, uh, in the game but uh, you know it's you can see Tupper avenging last last, last year's defeat certainly uh, hopefully from Kinley's point of view we we'll can make a right battle of it tear into it you know give it all not an awful lot to lose now no one to perform and to hold Tubber too, too, too well but uh, a chance for Kilnina just to get back a bit of pride put in a really good performance and uh, save a big one then for the O'Mills game make it game and Pat who do
0: you see it's been coming out of the third team there no market or the Mills to come out along with choices and Tupper
2: well I suppose no market from how the the way they played against Ola you just about expected yeah just about yeah, Nadergan, yeah just yeah. about Yeah.
0: and I suppose the second group then obviously the runner gone it looks like the bridge Pardina and Corrafin Pet are going to come out it does uh,
2: I mean Clonara definitely are one, are one of the weaker as we talked about i think not going fairly strong Clonara even though they've improved I think a little bit from last year, they're still one of the weaker of the intermediate second second teams, if you like, from a senior club. Uh Corrafin are capable of playing really, really well. Uh football is an issue there for them. You know the the legs will start to give at some stage of the year from so many dual players, but uh plus there will need niggly injuries. But certainly Pardeen going nicely, the bridge going very, very well. And disappointingly from Rowan's point of view, gone. I thought they were a team on the up. They will come eventually, I think, and be and be, you know, Rattling, or uh, battling for uh, an intermediate championship but uh, having said that I suppose uh, there, there'll have a few players to ring through from those great minor teams that they encourage yeah, They'll be disappointed They will but having said that Leo you know with amalgamations even to win an A championship in say a minor or under 14 or under 16 when they then part to their own teams you're only getting maybe half or less than half of those players uh, it's not the same as a, a single club window, if you know what I mean Fair enough, you're yeah. getting half the players and you know it happened to ourselves to an extent when they're 21A there uh, a few of those lads are giving great leadership to the club now but still wouldn't have been enough of them do you know yeah indeed you need, you need
0: um, quantity numbers when it's, you divide it's, up, a, it's a numbers uh, game if you divide
2: a minor A winning team in, in two halves then going into, into senior hurling or into major hurling, as I said you're not getting as many of them yeah, yeah. as you'd like to get you yeah, know you're mean. not getting the full picture you're not getting no, the full no, fact full no, of, the, of, the, of the advantage yeah
0: pet. McNamara, thanks very much for that. And that concludes our Sports Time here today on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with Dell Credit Union on 88.3, 92.7, and on the TuneIn app. And thanks also uh, to the man in the control tower, is Jim Collins. Thanks very much to our special guest earlier on who gave a lovely tribute to the late Kitty McNix, that was our County Camogie PRO, uh, Breed McNamara. So all that remains is familiar dial here for Sports Sign in association with Dell Credit Union. Until we meet again, it's Ben Oktir, August 9th.